Hello everybody, welcome to Queer Christian Conversations with me, your host, Coach Yema. What I do is help LGBTQ people eliminate shame, eliminate doubt, so you can finally live that true freedom that you're looking for and actually have that deep connection with God that you want, okay? So that's what I do, and today I have a licensed therapist called Dr. Steph, okay, our Haitian goddess, and she's gonna be talking to us today about shame, so drop your shame questions in the box below and let's deal with our shame, okay? So hello, Moya, hello, Mr. Coon, how are you, hunty? Okay, welcome, 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 come on in, Paisley. How are you all? How is your Wednesday? How is hump day going for you? Y'all, I woke up this morning to, so for you all who are just joining me, I live in Mexico. And um, this morning I woke up to a power outage, okay? Hello, Lady Cynthia, how are you? And um, this almost didn't happen, okay? I don't know, what is this in my eye? But I didn't stress out about it, I was just like, the good thing about being in Mexico is that I have the number of the person who directly deals with this. So it was a quick message to be like, hey, power outage happened. Now I can't connect to the internet. And so um, it's been interesting here in Mexico. But tell me where you're tuning in from. Um, hello, Ink Boy. How are you? Uh, Dr. Steph is going to be joining us today to talk about shame as LGBTQ plus people who identify as Christians. Um, and so once she gets here, we'll be having that conversation. I have a couple of questions that you all posted and shared about shame. Hello, Minnie. Um, go ahead. If you have any extra questions about shame, drop it in the, um, in the comment section or put it in the question, um, icon area place. Okay. So let's see here. We had a question about, um, shame and OCD and then a question about um, the sneaky ways that shame can show up for us that we're not prepared for and then I have a longer question here to ask Dr. Dr. Steph okay so that's what we'll be talking about today um, hello Maryland okay uh, let's see I know who do I know in Maryland I know a lot of people there's a there's a huge um, not know them directly, but there's a huge Liberian community. So my brother's ex-wife had a lot of family member over there. So we used to go and hang out in Maryland a lot, um, coming down from Philly. So love it, okay. Hello, Giselle, how are you? Thank you for joining me today. So we're just waiting for Dr. Steph, but in the meantime, I want you to tell me where you're tuning in from, tell me how you're doing today. Um, how many of you have heard the anthem hello Dudley uh the anthem for the summer by minister Beyonce um the prophetess <laughs> prophetess Beyonce okay has um let us know hello lock girl okay my locks and my second set is coming in real nice okay so hello Indiana um my best friend from Philly is from Indiana Gary Indiana so um Prophetess Beyonce has let us know that it's time to quit your jobs. <laughs> and she said, somebody on TikTok said, now, wait a minute. Beyonce has never had a clock into a nine to five. So for all of y'all 
who want to go and quit your job because Beyonce said so, take a, take a break, okay? Take a step back and think about who's singing this song, okay? Because y'all remember, Beyonce made lemonade and her and her husband are still like this, okay? So temper your excitement a little bit, okay? Dr. Steph is here. I'm going to go ahead and bring Dr. Steph on again. Um, welcome to Queer Christian Conversations with me, your host, Coach Yema, what I do is I help LGBTQ plus people who identify as Christians to make peace with their faith and their sexuality. And that is a lot of work that has to do with eliminating doubt and shame. And so because we're still celebrating Pride Month, I wanted to bring on a black queer doctor to have this conversation about shame for us. Okay. Thank you. Love the podcast. Thank you. Yes. The podcast, um, these audios used to be <laughs> posted on the podcast. Um, Dr. Steph, if you go ahead, can I bring you on? Do you need to request? Oh, okay. Here it is. So I'm going to go ahead and invite you. Yes. Um, I'm working on that MX. So there's tons of things we can go back on. Hello, Dr. Steph. How are you? Hey, hey. Thank you for making the time to join me today. I'm so excited for this conversation. Um, I know you have been working and you had to like squeeze it in because you're a doctor, you have, you have patients and clients and all that stuff. Um, but can you uh, give us a brief introduction to who you are? Sure, thank you for having me. Um, so I am Dr. Stefan Lewis, also known as Dr. Steph. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist in the state of Florida. Um, I am queer as the day is long. Pronouns are she, her. Though so God and I are having interesting conversations about that lately. Um, mm. But yeah, so I really, I am here to say, <clears throat> bless you. Mental health is my jam. Yes, it was actually a cough. I drank some pineapple juice this morning. You know, pineapple will clear you up a little bit. So. <laughs> Yes, so that's so exciting. So you've been having conversations with God about your pronouns? That's exciting. Yeah, I don't know if it's exciting for me. <laughs> but, but it's interesting because we were, you know, talking about what we're going to discuss today. And so you can talk about shame as an expert, but also I like to talk about topics from within the topic. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, a bit of vulnerability there like new things are, are interesting mm -hmm. um but also have the conversation like why not right oh i love that and so interesting because when i was like typing um or introducing i was like what are dr steph's pronouns like but i knew it was like she her but it was like the fact that it, it came up as a question and then you're having that question mm -hmm. with god is kind of super cool um so yeah. that's amazing i know uh did you hear about um jennifer lopez introducing uh her child um yeah. with the they them pronouns that's gone completely viral and so that's exciting that people are coming yeah. out and being themselves very much because I, I don't know if you watched her um halftime special i was watching i can't I, like, I can't do it <laughs> oh okay and, but i saw it and i thought hmm okay um yeah. so that was that was, was really the great. the child was on there i think um their name is emma or m m i think yes okay so you got, like different 
clips mm -hmm. of that. Oh, yeah. interesting. And so I know pronouns, just being who we are as queer believers and making peace with all of that has tons of shame surrounded um, and involved in it with ourselves, with the other people that we are in relationship with, just a whole bunch of stuff. Um, there's mm -hmm. been uh, Matthias Robert, uh, Roberts wrote a book, Beyond Shame. We know Brene Brown and all her shame work that she's done. Um, but for you and us right now in this conversation, how would you define shame? Ooh, okay. So I'm definitely a Brene Brown fan. Um, mm -hmm. And so she talks about it within the sense of, it is like this intense pain that goes along with this feeling of unworthiness of belonging or love due to a specific attribute of yourself. And mm. so a lot of times we confuse shame and guilt and guilt is I did a bad thing, but shame is I am the bad thing. Oh, wow. So as queer Christians, we're intimately acquainted with this idea of belonging doesn't belong to you. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, like you and I know that's nothing could be further from the truth, but these are these ideas that are just pumped into us from, you know, an early age or just as soon as you're really acquainted with ideas of faith. Mm -hmm. Right. And with that deep, there's, I am something's wrong with me. Yeah. Um, the work to heal that uh, where does it normally start when you start to needing to work to dismantle and get, get rid of it? I think acknowledgement. Mm. Really just like saying the thing, having the yeah. conversation, saying the weird thing or the awkward thing or the thing that you're like mm. afraid to admit that is actually true about you. Mm. Because shame thrives on secrecy and so it's really easy to just allow that to fester within yourself when you are by yourself or you keep it to yourself yeah what what are some of the phrases that could that are shame phrases but we don't know they're shame phrases what are some of the things because maybe we're not sitting in our in our head by ourselves thinking i'm ashamed of me but maybe it's something else it sounds like there are different phrases that are shame phrases, but maybe we're not recognizing it? Uh, I think maybe the things that we shy away from. Um, mm. So let's say here, I would repeatedly tell myself, I hate being in front of the camera. Mm. That's not actually the case. Like I'm a therapist, I'm on camera all day. Like this is what right. I'm right? Um, but in reality, it's the, okay, so what are the things about yourself that you don't want other people to be pretty too. Mm. That's really good. That's actually helping me because I wouldn't necessarily, I wouldn't have never said before that I was ashamed of who I am because I'm like, I'm African, I'm proud, I'm a proud black woman, like I'm not. But the queer part of me was wanting to hide. Mm -hmm. And it's like this instinctual, it's not instinctual, right? Because we learned that, so it's not an instinct. But this automatic response of wanting to like hide under a table. 
to not be seen. So that is an evidence of shame. And every, <clears throat> whether you're queer or not, this audience is for queer people right now, but even in other areas of our lives, we can be shamed because we're wanting to hide part of ourselves. Um, there's a, there's a, hold on one sec, Molly. Seriously? Not right now. Like I don't, doesn't eat the bone until I'm all live talking and then she's cracking away. Like ridiculous. Um, but there is a, a hashtag on TikTok right now that says your truth is elite, right? And so the idea of not hiding parts of who we are is a, mm -hmm. is a, healthy, um, is a healthy response um, and com uh, a way to combat shame. So if there's errors in your life right now. If you're looking, if you're thinking about like, am I ashamed? Am I not ashamed? Thinking about the places and parts of you that you are wanting to hide. Now, how do we how do we how do we balance not hiding but also having boundaries about parts of ourselves? Like how is that? What do we how do we do how do we do that? Because we can be like, well, this is who I am, but I'm not gonna go sit with my grandmother and talk to my grandmother about my partners, right? As an African person, that's yeah. not even a conversation we would have really um so like how do we balance i'm not hiding i'm putting boundaries around who i am or how much i share with people sure absolutely um one you know your audience but also you know yourself you know who you feel safe with you yeah. know when are the antenna kind of up mm -hmm. when does your body actually feel like okay I can have this conversation with you and walk away intact, walk mm. away affirmed, walk away mm. okay. Um, That's so good. But also just this idea of vulnerability, like you're not being vulnerable with just anybody. Um, right. Even on social media, like those of us who curate certain things, we are intentional about what we are vulnerable about. And so if you're gonna have an honest, deep conversation, um, with someone about something that you are being mm -hmm. vulnerable with, they need to earn the right to hear your story. They need to mm -hmm. show themselves approved, if you will. Um, Come on now. They need to express that, not only express, but you need to know that they can manage you. Mm -hmm. You need to know that you're not gonna walk away harmed. Right. And this could even be people who love you. Like, you know, you talk about, am I going to talk about my partners with my grandma? Maybe not. And that doesn't mean that they don't love you. That doesn't mean that they don't care for you. But this part of my life requires a bit of tenderness. This right. part of my life requires complete safety. And unless you have a wristband, you don't have access to it. Come on now. Okay. Yes. I love that. So there is boundaries around your vulnerability. People need to earn, and that's not this weird, um, I'm better than everybody, you need to work to be close to me, yeah. is that you have to have, we have to have a relationship that's proven that you are safe for me to be vulnerable with. And like Dr. Steph is saying, that I can walk away intact. I think that's so powerful. Um, and also, obviously, um, you being Haitian, I'm, you know, Liberian, there's cultural 
areas too that require that may seem to maybe just you know american people like oh my gosh you wouldn't say that to whoever no i wouldn't even talk if i was straight about these things with certain family members that's just culturally not what we do so there's so many there's many layers to it uh, but i would say if you are able to have at least one person right because we need at least one um and if you don't have that um i would say and this is why relationship with god is so important um because i tell i mean for me god already knows all my junk right and so god's not going to tell nobody my secrets okay and so my relationship with god is my most vulnerable um and my safest and rawest like the the place i'm the most raw um with god and i don't have that with anybody else um what do you think about that with having your spiritual relationship be your place of vulnerability versus um i don't know there's there's one better but what are your thoughts around that whether it's a human or god yeah i think for me that's where it starts this is where mm -hmm. i learn how to actually put words to the experiences that mm -hmm. you know are going on right exactly god already knows you know right <laughs> God is watching, I guess, depending on, you know, what you, you think did. about that. Yeah. Um, but to be able to verbalize something that you're experiencing with someone who already knows, I think is powerful. It's mm -hmm. the understanding that you are loved, not despite these things, mm -hmm. but that these things aren't even a factor in how you are loved. Right. And that is, that is the, the pain of our community. Because if the spiritual relationship with the divine is where it starts and we have this shame about I am wrong, God has rejected me, mm -hmm. um, it makes sense if you're wondering, like, where is my depression coming from? Where is my anxiety coming from? If you have been alienated by the church from this core relationship that's supposed to be the safest, freest place, these are why we're experiencing um, one of the many reasons why we're experiencing the emotions that we're experiencing and not being able to find a, um, a solution or a resolution to it because we can't, we don't feel connected to that. I mean, praise the Lord. That's what I do. Okay. That's why I'm here. Praise God. Um, but that is, that is the, the core of it, right? Feeling on the outside of that relationship and not being able to go to the divine to god and say like the divine being the one who created you in the first place right. right and you can't even go and say hey um this is who i am that's that's very difficult um and if you've been following me for a while you know that it was actually in my relationship with god in a conversation that god called me out like god's the one's like what are you going to accept yourself it wasn't even me going and being like oh god i need you to accept me i was so much um <clears throat> not wanting to have that conversation with god i was talking to god about everything else but i wasn't being my full self and it was in that relationship that i was able to hear god call me out and so as we're walking out this it's a it's a journey isn't it right like this it's such a journey for queer people because like from the jump um we have those beautiful people who grew up in very affirming homes and had all the blessings come hang out with us so we can get that rub off, rub off on us uh, but for most of us we didn't get that opportunity and so managing 
your mental health around shame, what are some real practical tips um, just for your brain, um, maybe not your spiritual self, but your brain when you start to go into these shames, these shame, I like to call it shame cycle um, or shame spirals. How do you like get yourself some tips to get yourself out of that? Hmm. So I guess immediately you kind of have to start with yourself. I am mm -hmm. blessed with incredible friends, um, just incredible people who see me. But mm. even before you can actually kind of say the words to other people, you may have to practice saying the words yeah. to yourself. So maybe even just getting into the mirror and being honest kind of about the questions. What are the things that you are worried about? What are the things that you are scared about? And talk them out because oftentimes you can begin to hear like, well, no, that, that didn't make any sense at all. Like the math is not math there. Yeah. But also just allowing yourself to be seen by yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, Seth, I, I, I see your questions, but I also see that you are the same person you've been all your life. Mm -hmm. It's easy to harp on the things that we are ashamed of, but in the same token, like they're all the things that you actually appreciate about yourself in there as well. Mm -hmm. And so beginning to shift your focus on the things that you do appreciate, even if they're small, even if it's uh, Yes, I'm a little confused by myself in the mirror, but okay, Steph, you can get it. Like, right? You know I mean? Like, <laughs> come on, yes, it's, it's both and. Right, um, I love that. So, one starting with you, but then also mm -hmm. reaching out. I feel like community is so important, and as queer people, like I love the way that we do community. Like mm -hmm. our chosen family, like I don't know, you right. even kind of describe it as chosen, like. This is your family. Mm -hmm. These are, I don't know, this is like the blood that runs through your veins. This is, mm -hmm. I hate to be, you know, Christian y about it, but like these are the people you do life with, right? Oh, like, I love that. Yes, be Christian y, Dr. Steph. Go, go, go with it. Um, and so when you have those people, mm -hmm. actually lean into them because it's so yeah. easy to keep yourself locked away with the things that bring shame because you don't want to share this with anyone else. You don't want anyone else to know, like, mm -hmm. I need to look a certain way. I need to, to be put together. Um, but the reality is, is that as much as people enjoy, like, the times when you are great, people also really want the opportunity to be there for you. Right. And so who might have denied them that? Yes. And then beyond your community, I would say reach out. Like, we exist, you know? Right. There are therapists, there are coaches, there are healers, there are people mm -hmm. who are here specifically for this reason. And so yeah. you need what you need. Right. Go get it. Yes. Be bold in, in getting it because sometimes when you're in shame or in that cycle or spiral, you can feel like, well, I don't want to burden anybody. Everybody has their own stuff to do. Well, who am I going to be? Um, and I'm queen of that. 
but something that's really helped me is to think if my friends came to me with I, what I'm struggling with right now, like would I make time to make sure that she saw yeah. herself or themselves or himself the way that I see them? Absolutely. So even in the reaching out, there is going to be a need for some sort of vulnerability. And I'm telling y'all right now, uh, I am working on that myself as well. Um, the, the blessing for me is that I do have God to go to, um, but it took me a very long time to, I think I was in like, it was not even like two or three years ago when I was actually able to be in a state where I'm like bawling my eyes out to call a family member while I was crying because I never wanted to seem like things weren't together, that I was, something was wrong, but it was a slow process of me learning to trust. Um, and there's this one cousin that I, I know God placed her in our family just for me. Um, she's so amazing, but it, it took time for me to get to that place where I could call her when I wasn't feeling very strong and it took a lot of vulnerability. And so it's not gonna be something that happens right away where you like feel, I'm gonna reach out and it's gonna be amazing. And sometimes people are not going to be as amazing as you need them to be and that's okay. They're allowed to be themselves as well. But just the act of you, your brain understanding that it's okay, like we're strong enough to do this hard thing and reach out because we need help that is a triumph in any way that you look at it, right? So um, as, you're, as Dr. Steph says, it starts with you first, right? Acknowledging um, what's going on, getting, getting in the mirror, looking yourself in the face. There's something about that mirror work people think is silly, but is powerful, okay? Um, it is so, <laughs> I used to have one of my clients um, get naked and stand in the mirror because there was so much shame around body and age and all of this stuff just to get in the mirror and just look at your body because we often were like we get in the shower you take a shower you're done you leave and you're not even like paying attention to what this vessel that you're in so mirror work is important and saying things out loud because you cannot combat a thought with another thought you need to speak something out of your mouth the act of you speaking interrupts that cycle of thought and your brain starts to listen to what you say and you believe 80% more of what you tell yourself than what other people tell you. So it's important that you speak to, um, you know, the Bible says when you pray, say, like say out loud out of your mouth, okay? And so even um, <clears throat> sometimes uh, when I'm dealing with any form of maybe anxiety or something, I'll just, I'll have to say, I'll either say something like no, so that the it stops, or I'll say, I am safe, right? Like get that grounding done. Even if I'm just walking anywhere, I say the words out loud. So if you're in a shame cycle, if you're in a spiral, if anything like that, you found yourself, you've been laying in bed for a little longer than you normally do, and it's, it's dark and all this stuff is going on, um, say out your mouth, I'm fine, I love me and get up and see what happens with that, right? Even if you don't feel it, it feels like a lie, you saying it, your brain tries to make it true because that's how God made us. We believe what we say. So right now, if you say to yourself, like, I'm amazing, your brain automatically starts compiling evidence to make that true, okay? Um, and then uh, with their, that, um, that text, not message, uh, what was it? That um, message that was shared to me that I shared to you in the inbox, 
I want to pull that up because this person shared something about just let me pull it up here. Random shame. And also, everyone, if you have questions, drop it in the comments right now. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read it for us, Dr. Steph. So uh, they said, for whatever reason, I have felt a very strange sort of shame since I was a little child. And I mainly remember it centering around intrusive thoughts, um, most notably ones that perhaps weren't even shameful. Weird, yes, but after watching a cartoon called Three Dog Band on YouTube, it clicked um, with me, although it had clicked before, that the very same weirdness and silliness I was ashamed of flourished in creative spaces like that. I am a creative, but I just don't know what it'll take for me to ever let the supposed embarrassing thoughts and ideas fully shine through. I still get ashamed of the most menial um, menial things, and I'm very hard on myself sometimes. So what are some, I don't even know how, I mean, I'm, I'm just gonna leave that with you. And so <laughs> how are you gonna respond to that? Um, you know, Brene Brown says something about um, that vulnerability is the birthplace of creativity. Mm -hmm. And so, if you're going to do anything creative, that requires a level of just showing up with yourself, but also allowing this thing that you want to bring forth, like allowing that to be seen by the world mm -hmm. or whoever it is that you share it with. Mm -hmm. And so even it's, it's down to menial things, to be able to see it for yourself, to be able to love what you said just about speaking things to be able to say things, to call a thing a thing, and then move forward from there. It, yeah. I think that's, that is the beauty of community, where mm -hmm. you can be silly, you can be yourself, and have people not walk away because of it, have people not even bat an eyelash, like, mm -hmm. okay. Right. Um, also, I feel like we're in this, like, I don't know if it's like a renaissance, but just I hear more and more just about people calling themselves creatives. Mm -hmm. um, and so I feel like we're in this day and age where people are given more permission to access their creativity and actually yeah. share it with the world. And mm -hmm. I heard you in the beginning, listen, if Prophetess Beyonce tells you, like, go ahead and release. He said it. You know? He said it. Rest assured, it is okay. Yes, um, if Beyonce said it, you know, we're not talking about Jesus. We're not talking about God. We're just saying, <laughs> if Beyonce, okay, the owner of these interwebs have told us, okay, yeah. that it is okay for you to share who you are um, with us and with the world, please do that. And if you need to turn off the comments, turn them off, but just share just for the sake of sharing. And I think um something and we'll end with this with shame is really the opposite of not of of being seen right and so we all want to be seen um what does that mean to you like being seen how do you define that um 
You know, I, I don't know if this is a universal desire. I will speak for myself. Um, mm -hmm. But I desire to be known as deeply as I know. Mm. And so mm -hmm. I think for me being seen is to allow someone to know you. Mm. Allow someone to observe, to actually be yeah. present with you. Mm. I'm feeling that. Yes. The desire to know and to be known. That's my... Um, Ooh, I'm just, okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. But it's just, that's so powerful for me because that is the definition I have for spirituality and sexuality. That our spirituality um, is our desire to know and to be known by God. And our sexuality, not the physical act of it, um, is our desire to know and be known by other people. So for me, it's two sides of the very same coin. So for you to say that, oh, I just absolutely love that um can you share with us a time when you felt seen and known as you're described <sighs> um, <clears throat> i would say last night i was having like this conversation in the mirror with myself um just about like all right i don't fully recognize myself as i'm looking um but then i was able to i was texting a friend of mine and it wasn't a all right stuff you should have your stuff figured out it was a mm -hmm. yeah that happens yeah mm -hmm. I get that mm -hmm. here is when I felt similarly mm -hmm. here's something that helped me um and so that was probably the most recent but I think yeah I think knowing when you acknowledge that God has put certain things in you and upon you, and when you stop hiding them and you say yes, mm -hmm. there is this, it's not even overwhelming, but there is almost a knowing that comes over you like, finally, like, okay, mm -hmm. you're, mm -hmm. you're, you're allowing yourself to be all of the things that you actually are. And mm -hmm. so the world not crashing to a halt after that mm -hmm. makes me feel seen it's like oh yeah. there was actually room for me to be everything I was afraid of all along mm -hmm. wow that is spectacular thank you so much for sharing that that is so amazing um as you're speaking I was going to share a instance of where I felt um, seen, but I'm really pulling out this, this thread of that your inner voice, when you let that out, other people recognizing it as, as okay is when we start to feel seen because it's like, it's, the, it's our, inside, our inside out. Life is okay and people, and it's not necessary that people have to feel the same or have felt the same before, but just acknowledgement like yeah no that's okay um my my scene moment um my first one that i can remember with my father when i was 13 um i had a really i guess it was an intense growth spurt and i'm a skinny girl and so my skin stretched and so i have um stretch marks and like all these different marks on my body and so 
my dad had set up an appointment with a dermatologist for me and he was like working and he was running late and i was like so uh, like anxious to go like daddy come on you're taking too long like what's going on and i'm just like watching because again i'm still 13 i'm gonna tell my dad what to do right it's just like, i still have to wait for him <laughs> so i can remember on the stairs like looking through the little stair things into his office like so anxious like can you please hurry up and um my dad just spoke like i understand that you want to get this fixed and because you're you know feeling ashamed about it it's okay we're gonna go and we're gonna we're gonna deal with it and something about him just acknowledging like i know where you are and we're gonna go fix it was my first real memory that i have of feeling seen and so i hope you all are paying attention and listening and hearing that of when your inner self your emotions and this place of whatever it might be. Because even when you're um, <clears throat> in a really fun environment and you're, you hear a song that you really like and you're dancing and you look across and somebody else is dancing and feeling it too, it's like it's also a moment that you feel seen as well. And so it's about sharing who you are and it takes vulnerability to do that. It takes you to be bold to do that as well. Um, and it also takes you to be mindful of the people that you are vulnerable with and having some, some standards around um, when you are um, sharing maybe more intimate parts of yourself. So Dr. Steph, thank you so much. So honored always to have you. We're gonna do this like every year. So just please keep putting me in the calendar, honey, okay? Um, <laughs> for Pride Month. Um, but where can people um, find you and work with you? Um, you can find me at Talk to Dr. Steph on IG. Uh, my website is stephandanielle.com. Not hard to find. Awesome, okay. So that is it for today, y'all. Um, Thank you so much again, Dr. Sev. You all have a beautiful um, rest of your hum day. And I will see you on Friday for our Queer Christian Date Nights and Hangouts. And if you have any other questions that come up about shame, please do not hesitate. Drop it in my DM or slide into Dr. Steph's DM, okay? We are an extension of the community that God has given you, all right? That we are safe places for you to share, all right? So love you all. Thank you again. Bye. Bye.